0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than your mother. If you do enjoy, and I hope you do, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, high-five, send me an email, send me a couple bucks, either or. Enjoy the podcast. Whoa. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Drink Your Podcast. This is episode number 21. I think we made it. We made it big, baby. Mm. You're probably wondering how I got all these subscribers, baby. We got 22 subscribers. We got more subscribers than we got shows. I think that's a positive outlook. Today, I decided I'm going to do a random topic generator. I mean, can I get a round of applause for that? That doesn't sound right. I'll be honest, that doesn't sound right at all. Um... But yeah, I'm going to do a random topic generator because so there's a few su- suggested topics that someone gave me the other day on Facebook as I told you and I'm just not feeling like talk like covering them today. Um I was going to do branding, but <sighs> there's a lot that goes behind branding and I have to kind of map that out because it'd be so hard just to talk about it and Have it make sense. Uh, so I'm not talking about that. So I'm gonna do a random topic generator. I think it's interesting and uh, who knows? Um, I mean random topic generator equals my life. My life is a random generator of shit, which is good. I mean good shit. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna click this right here. Random generate random topic. Okay. Was there ever an event in your life that defied explanation? Was there ever an event in your life that defied explanation? Yes! You're damn right! (laughs) This is perfect. So, back in 2016, I believe it was, I was in the midst of a, a flourishing music career. And a friend of mine fellow musician, and I went to, uh, we took a plane to San Francisco back when I was living in Atlanta, and uh, we went to San Francisco, and our deal, well, uh, I'm sorry, our, our original place was we went to Nevada, sorry, we went to Nevada, this little city called Carson Carson City, and we were going to do um, kind of a music tour, like a little thrown together music tour that we did, uh, we were going to hit like open mics, uh, We had we had shows booked, yada yada that ended up falling through uh pretty bad uh we got there to carson city the first night um we ended up doing i think that the next day we ended up doing our first uh show which was fun it was cool it was actually it's gonna sound weird but it was in a thrift shop uh and in the back of the thrift shop was a a stage uh a a whole setup and everything it was really cool to be honest like if you were familiar with tiny desk concerts it kind of had that vibe to it but a little bit more shabby it was awesome uh but the whole trip was based around information that we got from the dude that we were staying with in nevada um great guy i I wouldn't bash him um because he's a great person to be honest But my friend and I that had uh, flown there, we were under the impression because this guy told us that he was going to rent a cargo van that we would be able to travel in for our tour when we got over there. And that was not the case. He never gave us a complete no when we got there because prior to that, it was a yes guaranteed, which is why we even booked the flights anyways. Uh, and over over the course of like the two to three days that we were there we my friend and i basically were like we're not getting it we're, we're not this isn't happening is it like there's no van that we can <laughs> use and uh so i was pretty frustrated uh i was at the height of my music career when i mean that i don't mean that i was making a shit ton of money i mean I had been grinding out for eight years at that point, and I was I was vulnerable, very vulnerable, because I there was when you are pursuing a music career, there are mostly downs with an occasional up, and this was a big down. So that happened, and I said, "Dude, I'm fucking antsy. I I didn't come all the way to California, uh, or you know." Nevada I'll get to the California part in a second I didn't come all the way here For nothing I'm not just gonna I didn't come to fucking Carson City, Nevada To sit on my ass So I was talking to uh, My friend that I went with And I said dude we gotta do something We saw that San Francisco I think it was like Four and a half, five hours away Something like that and we had money that we were gonna we, we both saved up money for that trip so we had a little bit of money that we could kind of you know last minute do stuff so what we ended up doing was we found an Airbnb in San Francisco and we booked a megabus if you've ever been on one I suggest it it's a big eye-opener and you might become a better person from it uh, we went to San Francisco on a mega bus, and we were w- my friend and I. I'm gonna call him Jordan because uh, that's his name. And if you're watching, bud, thank you. It's been a long time since I talked to you. Uh, hope you're doing well. But uh, we were like, you know what? Things are about to get awesome because San Francisco is a pretty decently sized, you know, uh, place. Especially when there's no, when you don't really have much transportation, like you're just walking around and stuff. And exploring so you know uh, any any new place is gonna seem you know have that first impression uh, first night we get there like onward on our way there we're looking up open mics um, what's available that night so we get there and uh, we get comfortable in our in our uh, Airbnb and then we say all right dude let's let's get out of here let's go to that open mic so we figure out the transit system it was pretty difficult um, but we figured it out and we got to this open mic. We get there. We're probably, I gotta say we're, we're, uh, I think we're like one of the last people to, uh, I'm trying to think now, cause this is very important to the story. I think we were, there weren't a ton of acts that signed, that were signed up. I want to say we were the last, but maybe we were like one of the last, um, and we're, we're, we're feeling pretty optimistic. We're like, we get to perform our shit. You know, he had his own set. I had my own set, whatever. And it realistically was just one or two songs. So we watched everybody else perform. I ended up meeting somebody who is actually from, uh, near Rochester, which is really cool because what are the odds that someone from Rochester end up being in, you know, San Francisco? Uh, and, uh, so, so we watch all the acts and everything and then the guy calls the last uh, no the, no then the guy said um he came up to us he said how am i gonna play you know we, we basically told him hey we have our background tracks on a uh, i think we had it on like a, we had multiple different forms uh, we had our laptops so we could just plug in from there. Uh, we had USB sticks. We had CDs. <laughs> Do you remember those? And we had everything to make this shit happen. And the guy that was running the thing, once he found out that we were like hip-hop dudes, not grungy hip-hop, but like mindful stuff, like very wordy with our stuff, um, he was like trying to back out of it. He was basically trying to make it so like we couldn't perform. Man... I was like, we didn't fucking come five hours to not perform. I didn't say that to him, but I was. That's how I was feeling. I was feeling pretty bent out of shape, and uh, the other, uh, the dude that I was with, uh, Jordan, he he was uh, pretty bent out of shape too. And but we were like, we're gonna we're gonna do this. So we ended up performing. Um, it was pretty cool. We got some good feedback. It's always amazing that those scenarios. Uh, that seemed to be so shit sometimes do come out with actually a good positive vibe. So we looked at that as a win. Uh, next day, we wake up. There's no shows going on during the day, so we got nothing but time to perform. Or I'm sorry, time to explore. Kind of like being a comedian, right? You're in a hotel room all fucking day, you're pretty much bored out of your mind until that last 45 minutes of your night or hour of your night that you get to perform. Uh, It may even be 10 minutes. Not the point. But we got to explore, and it was really cool. We got to see San Francisco. Uh, Weed was legal at that time, obviously. And so people, you know, we saw, we were like, oh, my God. People are just, like, out on the street smoking. Uh, Some dude called me a cracker, which was the first time i ever been called a cracker. It was from a black dude. I was very surprised. I didn't even know how to react because that has never happened to me. Um... I was, I mean, I was offended, which I never imagined I'd be offended from someone calling me that, but it, it the way he said it sounded offensive. It's kind of like if someone was like, hey, or someone was like, hey, yo, <laughs> it's different. Uh, so we explored and everything. Later that night, we ended up, uh, th- so the Airbnb we were at, we were, it was actually a dude's apartment and he Airbnb'd, he rented out, basically, his living room, and then he had a cot that he would pull out, so there was room for two, you know? <laughs> it was a very, you know, it was, like, totally musician life, for sure. And, uh, this dude, was he was really cool. He was into music, so he also had this big, like, probably, like, 45, 50-inch screen TV on his wall, and then he had his whole production table and everything, which he even let me, like, fuck around on it, which was cool but he was like hey man i know of this cool place it's a tea bar or like this tea-ish you know they it's a tea uh house i guess you would call it and uh he's like they have an awesome open mic it's really cool really cool vibes and i was like love it uh and the cool thing is is it took a it took jordan and i out of our element because we're used to these backing tracks and this place wasn't like that you don't really plug in like it's acoustic luckily I had my guitar on me and Jordan and I had thrown together uh, a collaboration anyhow and we were pretty excited to show it off because it was a collaboration of uh, songs that we've done completely separate but we mashed them together so it was really cool Uh, we go to this place I think we pay it was like five bucks to get in Um, and I just want to say I was more than happy to to give money to a place like this because it was so cool I was just so thankful for the vibe Had that very eclectic, um, almost like hipster vibe going on, which I was into at the time. Not a huge fan of it now. It kind of annoys me, but the vibes were cool. I sign up. They were like, yes, you are going to perform. And I said, yes, I am because I came all the way here. So we we go into the back and there's this room. And the best way I could describe it is it kind of reminded me of a church, but it wasn't. But it's kind of like you walk in, there's that like that main, you know, depending on what kind of church you go to. But I'm thinking of more of these like newer, uh, newer day churches where they're like, wear whatever you want. You can be whoever you want. Uh, you can have tattoos on your face. You can be gay, whatever you want. And it's basically like they renovated like an old Home Depot and turned it into a, a church type type deal. Uh, Everyone's very cool. And so we, we go in the room. And uh, someone's already playing music, so we were a little bit, you know, we were a little bit late But that's how the the vibe at this place was you just kind of come and go as you please So we go in there we sit down and we're watching man. We're just soaking this up. We're we're loving it at this point It's just like yes, this is why we came here. This is why we traveled this fucking far and maybe 45 minutes to an hour goes by and I'm just waiting for us to get called up at that point. Um, I'm just, I'm ready to go up, man. I'm a little nervous because there was a lot of people there. I mean, for this little room, probably looking at like 50, 60 people, which in this type of close environment, like there's no like stage. And then like people down here watching you up like this, it was like, everyone's on even level. Like you're part of the crowd. And then we hear, so this person performs. It was a stellar performance from what I remember. They, they really, they they were all stellar. Everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It was very culty in a way. <clears throat> and then the host gets on the microphone and says, Okay, guys, this is going to be our last act of the night. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm the last act of the night, baby. I'm going to bring it home with that. Uh, with that. I'm going to bring it home. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have an encore. I don't know. And this is our last act of the night. Boom! Doesn't say our fucking name. He says somebody else's name. And I was confused. I was like... I looked at Jordan. We were like, No. Not again. But we still hadn't given up hope at this point. (laughs) We We didn't give up hope yet. Um... And I waited a few seconds. I was kind of making eye contact with people. And uh, I'd seen, so they called the last act. The last person goes up. The guy, the, the host, the guy that was hosting it, um, goes in over to the side and sits on. I I go over to him. I go, hey, man, uh, I actually uh, paid to perform tonight. Uh, you know, is there any way I could do that? And he goes, oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. Nah, man. I, you know, he was basically like, no, dude, can't help you. And I was like, really? I mean, you can't. Look, this place is supposed to be all about peace and positivity and everyone's just vibing and fucking tea. One more performance, not to mention I actually paid to perform. Uh, sorry, man, I can't. I said, all right. So I go out there. Uh, I go out. Uh, to the, uh, the main, I guess you call it the atrium, and I—I I think I remembered. I think I went up to the desk and I had told them what happened. They said, "Hey, go talk to this guy." And I go over to this fucking guy. He's probably like, dude. He was—he was pretty short, but man, he had a fucking attitude. He was like five foot three, and he was sporting overalls and they were rolled up. I—I I don't like to judge people, but this dude fit the description. And I just told him. I said, and I wasn't mad. I wasn't rude or anything. At this point in my life, I wasn't a rude fella. I was still kind of reserved, didn't really tell people exactly how I felt until I really needed to, and this was one of those moments. I told him, I said, hey, man, uh, my buddy and I here. We paid to perform, and uh, they called the last act. And it wasn't us. And this dude, it was just like nothing, man. He was like, oh, dude, sorry, man. Can't help you, bro. I was like, no, no, no. I said, we paid to perform. And I, I i guess I just don't understand how this happened and why you guys can't just have like one more performance. And I don't remember what his bullshit reason was, but he got really mad and offended. And he was like, well, If you want your money back, I'll, I'll just give you your money back. That's fine. I said, Dude, I don't even care about the money. I'm like, I, I appreciate what's going on here. This vibe you guys got going on is awesome. I, I enjoy being here The point The point of the matter is I came here to perform And that's what I wanted to do Keep the five bucks dude I'm donating to this place This place is cool And this guy was getting all fucking amped up dude Like Like I just I don't know dude Like I don't understand What happened There But uh You know at the end of the day, we didn't perform there, we didn't get the chance to perform there, so I was like, fuck, dude, so, this is, it was at this moment, that we were kind of like, okay, we're, we're feeling positive still, like, we're, we're hanging on, we're keeping it positive, but we are, we're on a downward trajectory at this point, Um, not, not steep, but we're at a gradual slope that's kind of going, it's kind of going down. Do you see it? Um, so that happened and that was at, that was, you know, at night. So that was, uh, you know, that was another, another situation, I guess that same night we were like. Because I, I think that was maybe around like 6.30, 7 o'clock or something like that. I think it wrapped up at like 8.30, which is kind of an odd time uh, now that I think about it. But we said, that's okay. So keep in mind, it was Jordan, me, the dude we were airbnb with who like owned the place. And then like, I think his girlfriend, uh, they went off and did their separate thing and and then Jordan and I were like let's go let's go explore a little bit let's look up another open mic so we go and explore and we find this place which is like a little cafe but it looks fucking cool man I don't even know the name of it right now but it looked cool I mean everything in San Francisco like all the shops and stuff just had this like vibe to it which was cool but we go to this place it was a cafe and we're like we are going to sign up for this open mic, baby. We are going to get to perform tonight. We go to the to the desk in the back, which is where you sign up. And who who ends up being there? I'm going to go back to the first story. That first open mic that we ever did where they almost didn't let us perform because we were hip hop whatever, and they didn't say it, but they were like trying to That's kind of what they were getting at. The guy that I told you that I knew, or I'm sorry, that I met, that's from kind of where I live, around, kind of around the area. He uh, he had performed that night, and he was he had this comedy. His shtick or his thing was that he was a comedian who, part way through his act, had somebody who he was his friend or something that would heckle him. And then he would get mad at them, and then he would storm out, and then that was his act. It was funny, whatever. It was cool, um, but he was part like people knew him. So the guy that was running that podcast, or the guy that was running that uh, open mic that night, they knew each other. So then we go to this second, this other open mic, right? We're back to the, the we're back to the other story where Jordan and I are like, fuck it. So we go into this cafe, right? This new cafe, we just got fucked over by the T-bar, now we're in a cafe, and they got an open mic starting in like an hour. We are numero uno to sign up for this thing. Numero uno. So Jordan and I, we're chilling there. I think we end up getting like, I don't know, milk up, whatever they serve at cafes, I think we got like a some coffee whatever the case is we got something we hung out we're like yes we saw people coming in signing up and I was like kind of nervous because I was like we signed up first we're probably gonna go first right dude we didn't go first first act went up second act went up third act I was cool for like the first five or six acts I mean I was really holding my shit together and and then I looked at Jordan, I was like, I just had this feeling in my heart, like, don't tell me this is going to be another fucking, one of the, <laughs> another time we get fucked over. Um, so, we didn't say anything. The guy, uh, the guy that was running it was this comedian guy. Sorry, I don't know if I said that. The guy that's that was running this new open mic that we were at was the comedian guy that had his bit where he stormed out blah 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 and i was like oh fuck and so i did kind of had a i kind of had a feeling that that could happen uh but then uh we waited it was five or six acts whatever i mean we, we were waiting for like a good fucking hour hour and a half too we were pretty because we just wanted to perform at the end of the day we just wanted to get our shit out there man we wanted we had this cool vibe going and we were we we had this 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 duo type thing where we we did songs together, but we were most of our repertoire of like music was apart, um, and we were mashing our styles together. It was so cool. Nobody was doing it at the time. I really thought this was hot. And uh, guy comes up to us. He goes, "Hey guys, you guys are gonna be performing in, in a little bit." He goes, uh, "He goes, just be ready. I'm gonna, you know, you guys are you guys are coming up. Cool. Hour goes by. I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude. And." After a while, we were like, what is going on, dude? And same fucking deal, man. We're this this uh, open mic was almost over, and we didn't perform yet. We were the first to sign up. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is just by chance, if we're being singled out because that guy knew us and was like, no, you guys are not performing hip-hop in my sp-. Because we were the only hip-hop people. Every, everybody there was doing this, like, hipsterish, like, music that was, you know, it's like, it's like they were they were positive through their music, but in real life, they were f- they were fucking assholes, uh, which was so frustrating about it. So it came to a point where Jordan and I were like, "Fuck this shit." I said, "Let's go." I take my guitar. We walk outside. We go outside of the uh, open mic and we start we start uh, street performing. I open my guitar case. Jordan and I are sitting there, um, and basically, uh, Jordan and I had the song together. Uh, we had, we had, uh, look, we had the mashup and then I would play my songs and he would, he would, uh, kind of like do the backup or like the ad libs or whatever. And then I think he had one song that I knew how to play one song of his that he knew how to play. So basically we were performing like the same three songs, four songs all night, which was, you know, which was cool. But we said, fuck it. Let's go. And let's do some street performing. We did some street performing for probably a good half hour and. And people were giving us tips like we were finally getting the feedback that we wanted. And people were people were like, you guys are fucking awesome. And this one guy came up to us and he goes, dude, you guys are fucking awesome. I'll tell you what, you should go to this. I don't remember what the what the cross street was, but it was basically an area where college kids go. So it's a very hot college uh, uh, bar scene or whatever. And uh, so we're like, cool that sounds awesome, like, that's good feedback, so, we figure out how to get there, uh, we hop on the right bus, we get on the bus, I think we drive up maybe two, I don't really know what a fucking, I'll be honest, I don't know what a block is, but we drive up, like, two streets, which, in San Francisco, is, uh, is different than, like, what you would consider in, like, the you know, the suburbs, or whatever, the way it's set up there, um, We go two streets over just about and then the bus stops and stop for, you know, a couple minutes, a couple minutes, a few minutes. We look up ahead and a fucking crime scene apparently just happened in front of our eyes on the next street over, which is beeline to where we need to go to get to that street to perform. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So we, at that point, that was my breaking point, point. and I told Jordan I said, "Fuck this shit I'm going back to the I'm going back to the uh, the Airbnb, and I'm sleeping this off, dude because'm I'm, I'm done. My soul at this point was so crushed I, I had had it. I felt like San Francisco had a had a vendetta against me or something in my pal. I was like you know the van the van thing happened uh the uh the first open mic it went well it, it, it went well for us but we had to really fight for it the second one didn't work out at the t-bar the third one didn't work out and we were the first to sign up uh busking uh street performing went, went pretty good we got some good tips then we get on the bus and boom we're back to fucking square one so jordan had to like super convince me to even get back on the bus Cause I got out and started walking so we got off the bus I started walking back to the apartment or whatever and he, he convinced me dude let's just do this I'm like all right dude all right all right I got I got one more fucking shot in me other than that I'm jumping off the fucking bridge dude um so we start walking all right we start walking towards the area where we need to go and we're I mean I had my guitar it was so it was fucking heavy after you you, it was just we were tired dude i was i probably smelled whatever dude so we start walking towards where we need to go and we're like two streets down and we see our fucking bus our bus our bus is like coming up our bus stops right right in front of us at another stop i'm like we could have just stayed on the fucking bus dude (laughs) so we get back on our bus and uh we we finally get to the location where we need to go uh so we're just walking down the street and we find a cool little like cutout spot where jordan and i can just set up it was i don't remember it being cold uh i think it was pretty decent weather and we just set up same idea guitar case and we played like the same four songs dude and people loved it like we were the people it was all college kids so it was all like you know basically our age range ish type people and they loved it there was no nobody else uh street performing in that area and we were just street performing and people were they loved it dude i one kid came up and he enjoyed the song he just enjoyed it so much that he like put his arm around his, my shoulder as i played and he was just like i love you guys <laughs> it was so cool and then and then a bro and then a bro comes up and he starts being a Karen for some reason. This is way before Karen, the Karen thing uh, even existed. And he was like, he was like, we were just playing, man. We weren't even playing like negative stuff. This was all like upbeat type shit, and it was fun, and whatever. And this dude came comes by. He just looks us square in the eyes. He goes, "You guys fucking suck." And I was like, w-? I was like, okay. <laughs> um and that dude that was had his arm around me that was like just jamming out with us he starts dissing this guy out and he goes no well, you fucking suck <laughs> and they just start getting in this like argument uh but it was you know never got physical or anything but that was uh that was cool man that was that was a good that was a good part of it um pretty much after that night I think we uh the next day. I think we we hopped back on the uh, mega bus and we uh, we went back to Nevada for I think we had another fucking week left. I think we were there for two weeks because we had planned a two week uh, a tour of some sort. So we uh, we just went there and hung out in Carson City, Nevada. Man, wasn't much going on. Uh, it was very quiet, very it, it, not even in a negative way, but it's not a destination place. Uh, but if you're looking to escape everything and you need to collect your mind uh, or maybe you're trying to write a book or something i would definitely recommend it people there are very wholesome everybody knows each other uh, and uh, the mountain views in, in it alone i mean you're you're in a valley so you look all around you and there's there's just mountains so you can there's a lot of hiking there um really not not a bad place i would to be honest i would like to visit now that i'm you know now that i'm so far removed from that that scenario that happened but but yeah after that we just hung out there and uh we we were still pretty bummed so we tried making the best of it but we were pretty fucking bummed uh we pretty much just resorted to just like eating and drinking all the fucking time like our souls were pretty crushed um and I, actually i think that was that was pretty close to the the time when when i got home from that trip that was pretty much the time that i i decided to hang it up with music i was so sick of it um i was so sick of the grind just couldn't do it man but uh yeah that uh that was fun dude <laughs> that was fun um i don't know if i should do another topic that was kind of a long-winded story what do you guys think yeah okay so I did a I hit uh generate random topic and we got where is the best place to take a date I'm gonna start this one by saying I'm gonna tell you a place a, a, a not a place that's not good to take your date one of them the movie theater If you're meeting someone for the first time, don't take them to a movie theater. That's what I used to do. You can't talk in a movie theater. And if you are on a date with somebody and they're talking through the entire movie, they are not your future girlfriend or boyfriend. They are fired at that moment. Uh, So with that being said, where's the best place to take a date? I got to say... In general, uh, a cafe of some sort. Um, I think that. (laughs) I think that. If you go during the day. If you do a date during the day, you could do like a cafe, do some lunch or something. That's very laid back. There's no nobody's like hey, you want to come back to my hotel and fuck like no it's fucking at the afternoon if i fuck right now my the rest of my day is gone so there's like it's very you know easy going uh now if the mutual vibe is let's get dinner i think that's also a good spot going out to eat is great because first of all you learn a lot about people by how they eat by how they act at at restaurants you know do they take do they do they complain about their food all the time uh you find out if they're vegan or not, you find out if they're healthy, like you find out a lot of stuff pretty quick about people when, when they eat. I know this, when I go on a, when I was in the dating world and I would go on a first date with somebody, yes, I would be super uh, weird about eating in front of like somebody new. So I'd be like more reserved. Uh, I mean, I'm not barbaric by any means, but, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just feel weird about eating in front of people in a way. Uh, but I do think it's a great date because you get to talk. You get to, uh, again, learn a lot about people, um, which is funny because I didn't – my wife and I, our first date was not uh, not your typical first date. We We worked together. I started working at a place that she worked at and, uh, we, our schedules were weird. So it's not like we could like, by the time we got out of work, it was too late to go on a date and stuff like that. Um, so I just ended up inviting her over. Um, I used to rent like a room, a bedroom out of this, like pretty nice house when I was living in uh, Georgia and I invited her over for a movie. I said, look, just as friends, like I wanted to like, just wanted to let her know that I wasn't trying anything funny with her you know what i'm saying uh i'm a pretty respectful uh, person when it comes to dating especially women uh so she just came over and watched a movie and uh from there it just kind of blossomed into a beautiful relationship i guess you can say but yeah i would say dinner or food any food it's a good place to uh Take a date. Um, you can also do something adventurous too. It doesn't always have to be food. Or you could do you could do both. You could take you could go hiking. That's pretty cool. A little creepy though. You gotta really feel that out. If you're both adventurous people, that'd probably work. But if you're like an adventurous dude and you're like, hey, you wanna come to the woods with me? <laughs> it might be kind of weird. Uh, and vice versa. But you know, uh, say so yeah, hiking. Uh, A park is cool. I was going to say like a picnic would kind of be cool at a park, but that might be a little – that might be a little too soon. might be a little – because like picnics are supposed to be romantic in a way. And like what if you just don't jive with that person Then you just have like a negative picnic? I don't think that's cool. So we're going to do yeah. – let's do one more topic. Uh, What benefit do you bring to the group when you hang out with friends? Oh, god. This is going to sound really like conceited I guess. Um I'll tell you this, I I love answering questions backwards. I don't know why. Uh I'll tell you what I get from my group of friends. Okay, which is funny because I have a friend in town that I'm gonna be visiting tonight and I'm gonna be thinking about this. Um my friends that I have uh make me feel like it's a hundred percent okay to be who I am, and I think that's super important. Um, I feel comfortable when I'm around them, so that's why I'm able to be myself. I'm a quirky guy. Sometimes I throw out the occasional dad joke, but I think the benefit that I have is that I'm I'm a good I'm a good mediator with anything uh, when it comes to jokes. I think I create that balance right you got that guy that might take things a little bit too far but then I'll like so that that guy doesn't feel bad about what he said I'll come in and be like well no like if you think about it so I think I create balance for my for my friend my group of friends um when I'm with my friends I feel balanced I feel like I'm this is like my pinnacle of life my pinnacle of life I should be in this type of situation more often that's how I feel Um, The friends I hang out with are pretty funny fucking people, so I can't even say that I bring humor because we're all pretty funny people uh, because we went to school together. But, yeah, that's that's what I bring to my friend group. You piece of shit. Let's do one more. I'm having too much fun. Where's the nicest place you have been to in fall? Oh, I got a good one for you. Wait a second. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. On my way back from from living down south, my wife and I lived in a 30 foot um, co- we lived in a 30 foot uh, camper that we renovated. We changed it out. We made it look like a mini house, like it was like a tiny house, but it was on wheels. We could drive it. And uh, as we were coming, as we were uh, basically moving from, at that time, we were actually living in South Florida. Uh, So on our way back from there, we planned our trip. We wanted to go back to Georgia, visit some friends. We wanted to go to, um, where we go? Went to Tennessee. And then we went to Kentucky. And then we went to Ohio because they're right. There, we went to Bowling Green, Ohio and the, the, uh, RV uh, the campsite that we stayed at was really cool because it was kind of, it wasn't like desolate. Like a lot of, uh, places are like, it was kind of, there was, there was like maybe two or three people that were permanently living there. Um, they had like permanent, uh, manufactured homes that they were living in. I was like, that's cool in general, but it was, it was so cool. So we get there and I'm not even kidding you. We're like, we're like the only like camper there. And it was, it was nice and uh, it was nice and quaint. It was, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful spot. Uh, And then we wake up the next day, the next morning. And we look out our window and there's a fuck ton of campers. We were like, did we miss something? Uh, it turns out it was a, it was a very popular weekend for that campsite, (laughs) but it was so cool. So that was the coolest place that I've been to, um, in fall because it just, there was some, there was a vibe, like the greenery, the, the colors, um, were amazing in Bowling Green, Ohio. Uh, there was so many campers there that I felt like I was like, I was. Just, we were just like part of this big group that was just hanging out. Like, you're just hanging out outside by the fire, um, you know, having some drinks, making some food, taking pictures. Like, it, it was so cool. Like, it's the one thing, w- w- actually, when I think of fall, I think of that moment. Uh, I remember telling my wife, like, this is like, I felt like I made it. I didn't need anything else in life at that point because that was like, it was so perfect. And then like her sister lives in my, my wife's sister, um, very long story, but my wife's sister lives in, uh, Bowling Green, Ohio, which is why we even went there to begin with is we're like, we got to visit you too. And, uh, she ended up hanging out at our camper, which was so cool. And we got to hang out with them All, all in all. It was a great trip uh so so yeah i really like this topic generator because it it uh it keeps things uh, super interesting uh and it makes me think about uh different moments in my life that i forgot about in a way and lets me tell them and i get to relive it you get to live it for the first time it's great uh but yeah we're we're almost 45 minutes into this this podcast so I, i'm gonna cut this short or long because it's kind of a long podcast i appreciate you guys as always, listening to these, uh, and I do hope you're thoroughly enjoying them. You've given me topics, so I'm assuming you're either bored of the shit I'm talking about or you're like, I want I want this to keep going. I wonder what he's going to say about this, about this, about this, um, and uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much. Don't forget to, uh, if you got any, uh, leave a comment, whatever you want to say. You can say something negative. I'm not going to delete it. Uh, subscribe. Tell your friends about this. And uh, if you don't have the time to watch this on a video, make sure to download Anchor.fm. It's an app that's available on Android and uh, and uh, and uh, Apple, the iPhone. I'm not sponsored by them by any means, but it's the best way to listen to my stuff other than Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, you can get that too. But Anchor.fm is a, uh, a good spot to go. Um, if you already have... Spotify, just go to Spotify and type in drink, drink your podcast and you'll, you'll see it come up. You'll see all the episodes there. So thanks again. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and uh, we'll see you next time for episode 22. See you guys later.